the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Clash of former presidents today in the Keystone State. Barack Obama has been stumping in Pennsylvania for Democratic Senate hopeful John Fetterman. Donald Trump holds a GOP rally for candidate Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz and gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano. Donald Trump's inaugural committee chair, Tom Barik, has been acquitted on all counts at a federal trial in which he had been accused of using his personal access to the former president to secretly promote the interests of the United Arab Emirates. And North Korea launching four ballistic missiles into the sea earlier in the day, while the United States sent two supersonic bombers over South Korea in a dueling display of military might. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. President Biden tries again to shift the narrative as the election approaches and the red wave grows bigger. The majority of Americans believe our democracy is at risk, that our democracy is under threat. All this and more. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back, and we're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for all next year. You can enter to win once a day between now and December 21st at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather, today cloudy and a high of 44, tomorrow chance of rain, sunny, then breezy and a high of 52, and Monday mostly sunny and a high of 44. Hour 2 of the Narn with Mitch Berg is next right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg, my program, the headliner edition. Uh, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up after the top of the hour, next hour, 3 to 5, with, uh, with an array of guests. It's always it's always fun to hear who he winds up talking with. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow, one to three. Our final word, if you will, on the closer edition before the election. This is my last broadcast before the election, and of course until election night when Brad, Jack, and I will be joined by Kendall Qualls. Well, occasionally, uh, Kendall Qualls and Liz Collin of Alpha News will be sharing a table and maybe occasionally a broadcast uh, live from the GOP. Fingers crossed, victory party uh, down at the uh, Doubletree 
in St. Louis Park. That's west of Lindale. Might as well be South Dakota to me. But no, I, I'm, I'm told reliably it's in St. Louis Park. We will be there. It's one of our favorite traditions as a general rule. Not always in a fun way. <laughs> Some GOP victory parties have been an exercise in shared misery. 2012, doubly so, in that they we were at a, a hotel that was just too small for the job, even though it turned out to be a terrible night for the Republican Party and it broke up early. We wound up getting shunted out into the hall uh, in a table with about eight inches of room between the table and the wall because there wasn't enough room for people to get through. And they were getting through because that night turned out awful and ugly, bright and early. I think Brad and I could both just feel the the, 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 the gloom descend like a miasma of gray, dingy fog over the room. We couldn't even see into the room. We could just feel it because that was such a terrible night for the Republican Party. The Republican Party had swept here in Minnesota to complete control of the House and Senate and should have won the governor's race, but for counterfeit Republican Tom Horner. <laughs> no, I'm not over it. And, of course, Barack Obama cruised to an easy reelection that night as well. But we, we lost the House and the Senate that night. So everything, nothing went well that night. Nothing. One of the most terrible. Oh, and uh, yeah, Kurt Bills got completely trounced by Amy Klobuchar, uh, trounced as soundly as one of Amy Klobuchar's staffers being smacked over the head with a binder. Uh, that bad. It was, it was that bad of a night. Kurt, Kurt Bills felt like a Klobuchar staffer all night long. At any rate, <laughs> too soon? I don't care. Uh, that was a bad one. On the other hand, two mere years earlier, one of the most incredible nights I think a lot of us ever went through. This is before Brad's time. It was me and uh, and uh, Brad. Was, oh, yeah, Ed Morrissey and I were down at the uh, at the downtown Hilton, I believe it was, that night. And Maybe may have been one of the peak moments we've ever had on the Northern Alliance 12 years ago during the election when everyone was in town. Uh, it was, was looking like a Republican wave, and it was. It was a huge wave. Barack Obama's first midterm, and he got clobbered in the midterm, something like 60 seats in the U.S. House. And uh, the GOP here in Minnesota, the Minnesota Republican Party, took control of the House and the Senate, and we were hitting on every single cylinder. I was literally standing in the hall, during a break, talking with uh, Republican, brand newly elected Republican Senator uh, Tim Daly, Tim Daly, I believe, uh, when he heard that he was the seat that put the GOP over the top in the Minnesota Senate for the first time in forever. And of course, that was the night that Michelle Bachman was uh, elected, and she, <laughs> it was hilarious. She did her stand up on Fox News, live na national hookup. And then came down, walked toward all of the local reporters who were waiting their turn from the Channel 4, 5, 9, 11, probably two as well, and and another, and the Star Tribune and all the other locals, and turned to hard left with her entire entourage and walked over and sat down and did a segment with the Narn first. We beat out everyone for the, the, the story of the night with the It Girl of the Evening, and it was glorious. Anyway, so we've had... Ups and downs since then. 2018 was a down. But I said at the end of that broadcast that night that one thing that Republicans to take some comfort in is when Democrats get power. A Democrat with power is a little bit like a crack addict with a gold card. 
that they find on the street. They can't help themselves. They are going to run out and charge everything they can, they can before the card gets closed down. They are going to buy themselves a, a trip to Miami and a brand new Maserati and, 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 and a lifetime supply of Skittles and Fritos and take all the cash out they can before uh, the, the party ends because the party will end. They don't always know it. They don't always believe it, but the party always ends. And that's the one thing you can count on with progressives is that when they get into the Capitol and they actually hold the keys to all those offices, they are going to party like it's 1999, an album that, ce- that celebrated, by the way, its 20th anniversary last week, 1982. It came out 20 years ago when I was six years old. At any rate, the, uh, the uh, no, uh, four years old? Anyway, I was just a kid, honest. So. This is exactly what's happened. Uh, that one prediction of mine actually did come true. I, I have learned never to predict anything, at least not to put, uh, predict anything I put any stock in or that is all that and terribly important to me. And I, I'm not going to predict the election. God knows I've learned my lesson on that. But that was one I got right. The DFL got into power in, in St. Paul just like the Democrats nationwide in 2020. And they went to town. They pulled out all the stops. They went for everything. And it's going to cost them. Uh, We'll talk about exactly how much it's going to cost them and why and whether they necessarily even know how much it's going to cost them in a moment here. But we, we have two, before we get to that, there are a couple of Minnesota traditions we need to observe. The first tradition is the annual, or I should say the, the quadrennial endorsement of the DFLers. Actually, it's biennial because every time there's a contested election, the Star Tribune will go through a big show of considering all the options and then endorsing DFLers. Now, there are exceptions. They will endorse Republicans in a race where there is literally no feasible opposition. The Star Tribune editorial board, which, by the way, lest you not know better, is Laurie Sturdivant and Patricia Lopez. And I think maybe, I think Doug Tice retired, didn't he? I mean, it's basically a, a bunch of people who are, who the only, the only good Republican to them is David Durenberger, maybe Arnie Carlson. So they will endorse the occasional Republican in a race where no Democrat has a chance. They may endorse a Republican in, I don't know, CD7 maybe, CD6 possibly, although they hate Tom Emmer too much to do that. And they may endorse the occasional Republican in a race where the Democrat is so depraved, where the Democrat's record is so awful, but they're going to win anyway. They can get away with it. They won't lose their whatever weight their announcement has with people isn't going to cost the DFL anything. Otherwise, it's all DFLers. And, and surprise, surprise, the, uh, the strip endorsed co-governors Flanagan and Clink this past uh, Sunday. Now, rather than posting a bunch of tired, some pull quotes from the article, I just told people to post their own versions of strip quotes on my blog at Shot in the Dark. That info this past weekend. Good Lord, it was so much more entertaining than reading the strib uh, and its tiresome rote. Let's be honest, Lori Sturdivant generated uh, palaver. 
about why Governor Waltz deserves another term. Uh, it was much, much more entertaining, much more worth your time. But there was a surprise. Now, the idea that the Star Tribune would endorse a Republican in a competitive race, no matter how bad, no matter how useless, no matter how depraved, controversial the DFLer is, if there's a chance that that the DFL is going to win the race, the idea that they would ever endorse a Republican is sort of like me making plans for a third date with Scarlett Johansson. It's so far out there in unicorn la-la land, it's not even worth spending any time on. And the Star Tribune lived up to that, or perhaps lived down to that this past week, in its own way. And yet, in what they didn't say, they said, I think, what an awful lot of Minnesotans are telling themselves right now. They did not endorse for attorney general. They went no endorsement for attorney general. They didn't endorse Keith Ellison or Jim Schultz, which in its own way is like endorsing Jim Schultz. Now, I think the polling in general is showing Jim Schultz as having the best chance of any of the statewide uh, GOP offices actually succeeding, actually winning this coming Tuesday. And, you know, if we have to pick one other than governor, that's the one we really want. Now, we'll talk about the governor's race because I'm, I'm most definitely voting for Scott Jensen on Tuesday. But having a Republican attorney general is going to be glorious if it happens. Now, if it is, are we going to go anywhere beyond that? Nah, I'm not going to make any predictions. There are some reasons to believe buried in the polling that Ryan Wilson has a decent chance. Heck, if you if you look at the polls, there's a shot that Scott Jensen has a decent chance here. I mean, he in uh, early in the uh, as of polls from before Halloween. Uh, the race was 46, uh, let's see, let's see if I can find that here, 46-44. And some polling since then has shown uh, Governor Waltz a little farther. I'm looking at the real clear politics average as of uh, uh, November 1st. The average of polls as of November 1st had uh, Waltz up by two and a half points, 46 to 44. Now, this past couple of days, he's pulled away a little bit based on the strength of a Survey USA poll largely that showed him still eight to ten points ahead right now. We'll see. We shall see. Now, up until November 1st, Scott Jensen was the fastest improving set of polls of any governor in the country, except for Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, uh, jumped uh, 12th in the Real Color Politics average uh, just four days ago, five days ago, jumped 11 points ahead of Charlie Crist. I'm not going to say give it up, Charlie Crist, but it will be nice to dance on his political grave Tuesday night. I'm just, I'm going to go, I don't think I'm going out on much more than a short, sturdy limb and saying Charlie Crist should hopefully be excised from American political life once and for all on uh, Tuesday night. Scott Jensen was the fastest improving candidate for governor among all of the contested governor's races as of November 1st. Does he still have a shot? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. 651-289-4488. I'll talk about, as, as Jack Tomzak said uh, last month, 
There is no poll out there that says Scott Jensen's going to win this thing other than Trafalgar. We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Hello, I'm Karen Atia. I'm running to be the next senator for Rogers, Dayton, Champlin, Eastern Brooklyn Park, and a tip of Coon Rapids. After a long career as a critical care nurse and a successful small business owner, I am ready to take my passion of caring for people to the state Senate. I am committed to working on your behalf to address the hard issues that are impacting our lives every day. Threats to personal safety, increased cost of living, and high taxes are the top issues I'm hearing about over and over at the door. Over the past two years, these concerns have been intensifying. Change is needed. We deserve better. I am ready and I am capable of being part of that change. I respectfully ask for your vote. I am Karen Atia. Connect with me at www.atiaforsenate.com. Prepared and paid for by Atia for Senate. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. This is Ted Cruz. Joe Biden is right now using the DOJ and the FBI to target his enemies, to storm President Trump's home, to harass parents and pro-life activists, and to target you. That's why I wrote my newest book, Justice Corrupted, how the left has weaponized our legal system to arm you with the facts, to hold our government accountable. Read Justice Corrupted, the latest book from best-selling author Senator Ted Cruz. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back. We're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for all the next year. You can enter to win once a day between now and December 21st at AM 1280, Be sure to check in daily at the Freedom Fan Club page for a chance to score bonus entries. With the money you save, you can take a family vacation, get your kids into college, private school. Give generously. 
to your favorite mission or nonprofit, or maybe put it towards that home reno <laughs> you've been thinking about for 20 years? Absolutely. Do it. Christmas Mortgage Miracle. the number to call should you want to join us. And I sincerely hope you do because that's where it gets fun. By the way, as always, if you disagree with me, unlike any other talk station in town, you jump to the front of the line and you get a respectful uh, hearing. And by the way, a respectful counter argument that almost inevitably shows I'm right. Uh, No, seriously, give us a try. 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones in Egan. Mike, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're live and on the air. Thank you, sir, for taking my call. I'm a faithful listener to the uh, Patriot, uh, morning, noon, and night. But uh, I'm curious. Not, I can't think of one show that's gone into the process of how the, le- the election is administrative. In other words, who's in, who's in charge, you know, the Board of Elections in your county and how that process goes forward because – I saw windows being covered, vans dropping off ballots. You know, it goes on and on and on. Why should we have any confidence whatsoever that anything's going to be different? Well, for starters, uh, I've had the Minnesota Voters Alliance on probably longer and more times than any other guest on this broadcast going back 15, 16 years right now. And I've had uh, every single candidate for secretary of state and any number of other voting uh, voting integrity act advocates and activists on this broadcast more than, to the best of my knowledge, any other show in the Twin Cities for longer. I mean, I've been doing this for going on 19 years. But let me ask you a question, Mike. Uh, what is it you want to see? You, you talk about what reforms, what's going to be different what, if the GOP wins. I've got a partial answer for you here, but tell me what you want to see. Should the GOP win, let's say, the House and the Senate and maybe get a governor, what do you want to see out of a Republican majority? Well, a couple of things. I'll, I'll preface it by saying this. I'd like to know that the actual casting of the, the ballot is integrous and that we don't have election days, weeks and months and this nonsense that's gone on. And, and Republicans, listen carefully. It's not good enough just to be Republican. We're going to have to change all this nonsense. Look at all the damage that's been done. Okay. Is Dr. Fauci going to be indicted? Are, these, are people going to be investigated? Is Nancy Pelosi going to be investigated? All, all of that's viable. All of that's viable, and it's far, far afield from what we do about Minnesota elections. So, so, so you want to see some reforms to Minnesota elections? Now, let's make sure we're clear on this here, because going back to 2010, we've had nothing but Democrat governors. So, any attempts to reform elections, like say the 2012 uh, voter ID amendment, got—I mean—that got shot down by voters. But every legislative attempt got shot down uh, by even when we had control of the legislature, which had, we had a grand total of I think two years over the last twelve, where we controlled the legislature and Governor Dayton shot all of that down. Before that, there were two. There were uh, we we had several years with a Republican governor, but either no control in the legislature or we controlled one chamber out of two. There, one of the upsides of our federalist system of government and checks and balance and enumerated powers is that not a lot of work gets done unless you have a huge mandate. And neither side has had a complete mandate. What they have had 
by the way, Mike, is complete control of the executive branch that controls all the mechanics of power. So we're going to need to get complete control of the legislature. It would not hurt in any way to get a governor uh, elected here. And then we have a chance of actually pushing policy that will actually get through and onto the books and changing elections. I do thank you for your call. You're absolutely right. You make some excellent points. I don't disagree one bit. And until you have the political control to push legislature from uh, legislature uh, legislation through the legislature from writing it to passing it in both chambers, getting it through conference committee, getting it signed by the governor and into law, nothing can change. And until you have some control of the executive branch offices that administer these elections, uh, you're you're going to be fighting uphill. Try to you're you're going to be years behind because the legislative effort, by nature, by it's one of the features of the design of the legislative system and our federalist system of government with all its checks and balances. It is hard to get things done. And of course, the the one of the features, let's call it a bug, of the executive branch is it is designed to get things done. So as long as they have complete control of the executive branch, which they have had uninterrupted now for 12 years, is that as long as they control the machinery of the elections, they control how the elections work. If you believe that there is fraud, you're not going to change the system itself, how the, how the process is carried out until you have enough control to, to push it past a DFL, even a DFL minority is enough to, to sandbag any real changes. Anyway, thanks for your call, Mike. 651-289-4488. Uh, There's a great piece that came out yesterday that I think, let me explain before I get into this. As befits any good small town Scandinavian Presbyterian, I tend to start much of life uh, at the things in life as, as a bit of a pessimist. Now, Dennis Prager has done wonders in kind of brightening my mood just a tad over the last 10 years, saying there's a moral duty to be happy and to be not be a pessimist. And I, I, I hear what he's saying, and I believe him, and I try to practice that. I also try to moderate my expectations uh, when it comes to uh, Minnesota elections as a Republican, much as a Minnesota sports fan trains him or herself to moderate their expectations of Minnesota sports teams. There's a great piece that came out in uh, The New Yorker uh, yesterday by a fellow named Benjamin Wallace Wells. The headline is, Why Republican Insiders Think the GOP is Poised for, for a Blowout. I'm cautious about headlines like this, but this is, this is in New Yorker. This is not in the TedNugent.com website. This is not on the Oath Keepers website or Alex Jones. This is New Yorker. As reliable a leftist publication as there is. And Michael Wallace Wells writes, and I quote, the consensus among a number of GOP pollsters and operatives I spoke to this week is that in the Senate races that are thought to be competitive, Republican candidates are headed for a clean sweep. Mehmet Oz will beat John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, not just by a point or two. Adam Laxalt looks pretty certain to beat incumbent Democrat Senator Catherine Cortez Masto in Nevada. Yay. Even less regarded candidates like uh, Blake Masters in Arizona will be carried into office in a predicted wave. Quote, you won't deserve it, but I think at this point that he falls in a Senate win, said one uh, Republican strategist 
about Blake Masters. To these Republican insiders, certain high-profile races, which the GOP candidates were already favored, now look like potential blowouts, like Kerry Lake in Arizona, J.D. Vance in Ohio, yeah, and some races that seemed out of reach, such as the Senate campaign in New Hampshire of the election denier Don Bolduck, now look like possible wins. The word that kept coming up in these conversations was bloodbath. My interest, this is Michael Wallace-Wells, by the way, in The New Yorker, in talking with Republican consultants and pollsters, those with their hands in many races around the country, was not only to collect predictions, but to hear the GOP's story of the election. I let them speak anonymously and spoke with some of their Democrat peers, too, in order to provide a check on their accounts. I wanted to know what they thought earlier polls had missed and how a race that seemed like a toss-up for much of the year could turn into a Republican rout. One thing that was uh, obvious in these conversations. Many of these professionals had spent much of the summer working to manage the abortion issue, which became the election's chaotic element after the uh, Dobbs decision in June. It supplied a burst of Democrat support and fury, but also changed the polling in interesting ways. Quote, what happened post-Dobbs was that the progressives started picking up the phone at 1990s rates, said Republican strategist, uh, said one Republican strategist, answering a political call in itself became an expression of political identity. The Republican said that he and his colleagues had examined polls in which they had had access to individual voter data, included that as much as 60 percent of Democrat poll respondents this summer were so-called super voters, those who vote in every single election, even though such voters normally are about a third of the general electorate in each party. He found no effect, by the way, no such uh, correlative effect among Republicans. Quote, this created an informational doom loop where Democratic candidates get told, you should talk about January 6th, the democracy on being on the ballot and trans rights, he said, quote, because there's Democratic uh, primary super voters are picking up the phone and telling them this is what they care about. And this, by the way, piles on top of other information that came out this past week showing that Latino voters, that the three collections of voters that are moving the fastest from blue to red are blue collar men of all races, especially Latinos. And black males. There are some people saying that that the Latino vote could top 40% Republican on Tuesday and that black males could be above 15%, which sounds pathetic and yet is a level at which Democrats have to worry about ever winning a national or state office again. If that is in fact true, is it? Well, we'll find out on Tuesday, hopefully. 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances. 
heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly. There were no hidden costs in their quotes and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only do they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely, we're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Kuharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Don't forget, Tuesday night live election coverage with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Jack, Brad, and I, and Kendall Qualls and Liz Collin of Alpha News, brought to you by North Oaks Financial Services, my new favorite financial services company. Thank you for bringing it. We're going to be live 8 o'clock at the Doubletree in St. Louis Park until... We know what to talk about until, we're, until there's nothing new to talk about. It, it might be 11 o'clock. It might be 3 in the morning. We've done both over the years. Looking forward to either way. This is going to be a blast. Some of these election night broadcasts are among my favorite memories of all these 18 and a half years of doing the Northern Lights. My gosh, I don't want to get all wistful here. This is fun stuff. With a little bit of luck, it'll be a, a fun night for Republicans here nationwide. I hate to get cocky, and by the way, this means absolutely bring everyone you know out to the polls to vote Republican. No split tickets. Don't do it. The the stakes are immense. Every year we say, there's been jokes about this, every year we we say this is the most important election of your lifetime, and you know what? (laughs) Ever since 2004, every single year, it's been true. I can't think of an election 
in my adult lifetime that wasn't less important than the election before it. Maybe maybe 1998. Maybe 1998 when we had a rational chance of seeing that history, as we had understood it, was changing completely and that the temperature of the world had dropped, politically speaking. Uh, maybe, maybe electing George H.W. Bush over Michael Dukakis was a little lower priority than some of the other things that, that we saw in front of us. But every election since then, good God, certainly since 1996 at the very least, 1996 may have been less important because really... The 1994 congressional election almost made the 1996 presidential election an afterthought in a lot of ways. We had Bill Clinton where we want him. He actually governed more conservatively than George W. Bush did after 1994. At any rate, since then, since 2000, since 2004, every single election has been more important. And this one right here blunting the worst effects of the progressivism that swept into power in 2018 in Minnesota and 2020. Yeah, it is that important. I'm as tired of saying it as you are of hearing it, and yet it's true. Let's uh, go to the phones in Prior Lake. Craig, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Piggybacking on the last caller, um, to me, it'd be wonderful if we want all three branches, but Listening to Steve Simon, having called his office, man, I want him out of there. He is a partisan, a smooth operator who, you know, I don't know if I'll use the word rig, but he adjusts a lot of things to benefit voting for Democrats. And uh, if I encourage every Republican to make dang sure they vote for our Secretary of State candidate. Yeah. Absolutely. She is the Kim Crockett, by the way, a good friend of this broadcast, good friend of mine, is uh, probably the candidate that is getting the least buzz in terms of shocking the world so far. I mean, her polls have been consistently lagging. Uh, Ryan Wilson, uh, Tim, uh, sorry, Scott Jensen, and especially Jim Schultz. Jim Schultz is uh, running, of course, against the phenomenally unpopular Keith Ellison. Uh, and phenomenally divisive, extreme Keith Ellison. Uh, so she probably is getting less benefit of any of this. But as I, as I said this past week, you know, Scott Jensen has been trailing in most of the polls except the Trafalgar poll. That's the one that shows him in the race. Traditionally speaking, the conventional wisdom is if you're a uh, Republican, I'm sorry, if you're running for statewide office, uh, any of the uh, state, uh, the governor, lieutenant governor, or the three constitutional offices, uh, secretary of state, attorney general, state auditor, generally the top of the ticket uh, sets the tone for uh, the down ticket races. This may be best case here talking here. I don't want to be irrationally exuberant uh, because exuberant, that's not me. But it's entirely possible. I mean, put it this way. If Scott Jensen wins and Kim Crockett becomes the secretary of state, It'll be because the rest of the ticket pulled the governor over the top. I say this with all due respect to Scott Jensen and his campaign people who've run as good a campaign as I've seen in many ways for a Republican since 2010. But uh, it could very well be that Jim Schultz, if all goes the way the polls say they might, and if the pollsters are undercounting Republicans the way it sounds like some analysts are saying they have, fingers crossed. We'll see. Let's go back to the phones in St. Paul. Bill, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to mention that I, I decided to step up like I was uh, told and, and become a, an election judge. Good. And 
of course, here in St. Paul, uh, I found out that now, of course, this could be because of redistricting. Uh, I was the one Republican out of 10 election judges. Yep. And of, of course, the process requires signatures from both parties. So I, I'm wondering, well, if I didn't show up this time and there are no, you know, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just assuming, you know, what's what happens in those precincts where there's no Republicans. And the other thing that I wanted to mention was we pack up all this stuff and then we load it into the senior judge's car and they go off into who knows where. And so I researched it and I found out that Minnesota, believe it or not, is one of the states that does not allow poll watchers. Yep. What can we do to remedy that? We need to take control of the House and the Senate and the governor's office, because if at the very least, let's assume that there's no skullduggery and malfeasance going on on the part of Steve Simon and Tim Walls. <laughs> let's assume it anyway. Uh, and by the way, I, I have very good friends who are Republican election judges who say, yeah, nope, there is no malfeasance. It's all good. So hopefully they're right. What we need to do at the very least is to get Republicans uh, in, in office in the House, the Senate. We need to take control of the House and Senate, which is feasible. And we need to hold the Senate and preferably extend our lead in the Senate. We need to hold the House, actually take the House, and we need to win the governor's office to pass legislation that will fix some of the problems we're seeing that brings more transparency to our elections. I, I'd like to say we need Kim Crockett as Secretary of State. That would be a huge help. Even if we don't win the Secretary of State's office, if we have enough power in the legislative and executive branches to force some changes, which is the legislature's job, we can do it. But we need to take at the very least the legislature. Having an attorney general would help because, boy, if, there's, if the executive branch is stonewalling the legislature, having an attorney general to weed that out and to stomp on it in court like our lives depend on it will help a lot. Oh, yes, it will. If we have a governor that will uh, sign the legislation, even better. Because without a governor to sign it, we've seen this before. When the Republicans had complete control of the legislature in 2011-2012, Governor Dayton stonewalled an awful lot of reforms and is, did his darndest to torpedo a whole lot of stuff that did go through. And it was only through the application of legislative power that we were able to do some of the things that we were able to do to, to curb some of the worst excesses of the executive branch's power. But we are going to have to have control of the legislature and hopefully the governor's office. Now, the smart money at the moment is all saying Waltz ekes out a win. Some are saying it'll be a tight win. Some will say eight, nine points. I think it'll be tighter than that. We'll see. And if the polls really are as bad at finding Republican votes as some are saying they are, who knows? We could shock the world, and frankly, we could shock me. Again, I am making no predictions. The polls generally look solid for Jim Schultz, which means get to the polls and vote. Bring all of your friends, bring all your family, bring all your neighbors that are going to vote Republican. Get them there. Because as Hugh Hewitt said, if it's not close, they can't cheat. I think he was being a little Pollyannish here. I think they can find a way. to If, they're, if they are cheating, they will find a way. And if they are cheating, we are going to need to bring 
Honestly, if someone out there manages to go to a court here in Minnesota after this coming election with absolute proof that cheating is happening, not rumors, not anecdotes, uh, documentary evidence of cheating, I mean, that will affect the next round of elections in a big way here in Minnesota. I have a hunch. If there's anything that, uh, that is going to get Republicans out in biblical hordes, that would likely be it. Anyway, 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call should you care to join us. Uh, you can also join us on hashtag Narn Show on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter, all of the social media uh, that really matter out there right now, especially Twitter. Oh, man, I've been watering my autumn lawn with liberal tears this past week, watching the blubbering and shrieking and reeing over over Twitter being bought out by Elon Musk and Elon Musk sweeping through the place and, and, and dumping Deadwood from that primordial hellscape of an application. <laughs> it's going to be glorious, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's been interesting to watch here, by the way, too, as well as 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 uh, as as Democrats who a year ago when we were pointing out the fact that that you had government officials colluding with big tech to censor conservative and and libertarian thought about things like Hunter Biden and about things like the, the the uselessness of lockdowns and vaccine mandates, the complete censorship of those points of view. Uh, Democrats who, who just su- suddenly discovered uh, a love of private property rights and say, hey, it's a private company. It's First Amendment. They can do whatever they want. Suddenly going, hey. Elon Musk is firing people. We need to. We need to. <laughs> this is censorship. Uh, that's <sighs> drinking liberal tears. I gotta confess, it's not my better self talking, but I love it. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Let's take one more break. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Last show before election night. AM twelve eighty. The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM twelve eighty, the Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is Senator Jim Abler reaching out about the importance of voting. The direction of Minnesota is in the balance. We need to take back our state from the failed liberal ideals of Tim Walls and Keith Ellison. Urge your disgruntled friends to vote. Let's overwhelm the voting votes with conservative voters so there can be no question as to the results. For the future of Minnesota, vote Republican on or before November 8th. God bless us all. Prepared and paid for by Abler Volunteer Committee. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better image. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher... Midterm projections. 
Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models, they use historic data. Both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gain by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California, the Republican generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported that Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your Senate prediction? Uh, Plus three to plus seven in the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. And I hope he's right, because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. In today's world, is it possible for you to make a solid retirement plan, one that's unshakable? The answer is absolutely yes. Hi, I'm Dale Tondrick. In my new book, Unshakable Retirement, you'll learn my time-tested strategies to make your retirement secure with methods that I've been using with my clients for over 20 years. Contact me and I'll send you a free copy of Unshakable Retirement. You can call or text me to request the book at 800-799-9316. That's 800-799-9316. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289 448. Jack Tomzak coming up after the top of the hour. Go nowhere. And don't forget my band Elephant in the Room. Next Saturday night, we got this weekend up, but we'll be back at the Stillwater Bowl next Saturday night. And the following Friday, we'll be out at Neeson's and Savage. Two of our favorite clubs back to back. You know, I'm old enough to remember 1977, 25 years ago, when being a punk was considered to be far left of center. Johnny Rotten is a downright conservative these days, and it's just glorious because as someone who, in his day, may have been the only conservative talk show host in the Twin Cities punk rock scene, <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. It's nice to have company out there, ladies and gentlemen. 651-289-4488, the number to call. We will be live. Jack Tomzak, Brad Carlson, and I live at the Doubletree in St. Louis Park. If you're able to get there, we'd love to see you. Stop by and say hi when we're not talking on the air. Just wave if we're talking. If not, we'd love to, always love to see who turns up for these things. We're going to have a great crowd out there, along with Jack, uh, Brad, and I. Uh, we'll have Liz Collin and uh, Kendall Qualls from Alpha News. will be uh, broadcasting live uh, on video from there. Of course, we'll be sticking with audio, but it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. As always, you know it. At any rate, uh, as I said earlier in the broadcast, I've voted Republican in every election uh, in my adult lifetime for the most part. I was a libertarian. I left the GOP in 1994, early before the elections. If I'd have known then what I know now, I wouldn't have, but I did. I joined the Libertarian Party because I thought the Republican Party had gotten too spongy and moderate, just in time for the Gingrich Revolution to prove me wrong. I was a committed libertarian, even running for office uh, back in 1998. And uh, since then, I came back. And during that time, I also voted for the one Democrat I ever voted for in my adult life. It was Ellen Anderson, who I would normally never vote for, but she was unopposed. And 
I didn't vote for her. I voted for her constituent services person who was wonderful. And it was on, she was unopposed, so what do you do? At any rate, I've not voted for a Republican ever since. Not necessarily because I agree with the Republican Party about everything. In fact, I can say this. If the Republican Party just sweeps to power and does not deliver on immigration, on inflation, on crime, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a wrecking. There's going to be a lot of, of, of disappointed people out there. Can't have that. But I decide as an active, actively decide to vote Republican every four years, every two years, really, every year on city elections, because you look at the things that actually matter to me, freedom, prosperity, law and order, uh, liberty, the Republican Party, imperfect as it is, and as, as worse as that gets, the higher up the ticket you go, still reflects what I, I see as the best in America imperfectly oh yeah but this year particularly more so than most i'm voting republican this year uh, for every single business that got shut down over this last two years especially the ones that attorney general ellison hounded out of existence Uh, i i'm i'm voting republican for every cop who shows up and tries to do a good job and is tired of having the political class spitting on her for doing the best. Yes, there are cops out there who need to be held accountable. That's absolutely true. That's the libertarian in me talking right there. Government power needs absolute scrutiny, whether you're a cop or whether you're the secretary of state running elections. Because you'll notice that nobody's calling people who want to hold the police accountable law enforcement deniers. You'll notice that, that nobody is calling people who want to revoke the Electoral College democracy deniers. Somehow it's just elections that get brought into pseudo-religious terms like that, and I'm voting for everyone who wants to kick that into the bonfire of history and smell the rot burn away. I'm voting Republican for every single father that got locked out of a delivery room when their kid was born this past two and a half years. I'm voting Republican for you. I'm voting for Republican for everyone who's wondering how the hell they're going to heat their house and buy food this winter. Because I'm wondering. I see people in my neighborhood, in my life, who are close to me wondering that very question. No matter how much they make, they still fall behind. I'm voting Republican for everyone that lost their job due to the vaccine mandate or for any politicized uh, cause. Because there are a lot of you out there. I've talked to some of you. And I'm here to tell you, losing your job because someone has politicized something and attacks your livelihood is just about the worst thing there is. I'm voting Republican for every National Guardsman, every 19-year-old cook who had to face off against their fellow Minnesotan uh, because their political leaders in Minneapolis and in the state government were too PC and cowardly to change the narrative, forcing someone to have to go out and face down the forces of disorder and disarray in our society. I'm voting Republican for every black and Latino voter who's pondering, stepping off the social cliff into the void this election for the first time 
if you're a black male voter and have never thought about voting Republican before, I'm voting Republican to welcome you to the light and to hope that you will join me in holding the Republican Party that we hope gets into power next week to hold it <laughs> true to, to its focus, to focus on what it is being sent there to deal with crime, the, the class war, law and order, inflation, all of it. I'm voting for them. I'm voting for all you rural rocks and cows who are sick and tired of being condescended to by a bunch of upper-middle-class mushroom heads from McAllister. You know the haircut I'm talking about, the one that all the, the political science major 20-something chirpy little twerps have these days? I'm voting for you. I'm voting Republican for every Iron Ranger who's sick and tired of being treated as expendable. Being told that, hey, stocking shelves at Quick Trip or Shopco is just as good as being a miner for twice as much money. I'm, I'm voting red for you. I'm voting Republican for every cancer patient that died waiting for a follow-up appointment. I'm voting Republican for everyone who's sick and tired of the DFL-dominated laptop class getting rich on your back. I'm voting Republican for the, the, the businessman in my neighborhood who got forced out of business while Menards is prospering. I'm voting Republican for the 13 soldiers and Marines who died in Afghanistan two years ago. You remember them? Pepperidge Farms may or may not, but I sure the hell do. I'm voting Republican for every small business that lost their shirt while Walmart rolled in the green. I'm voting Republican for every kid that slowly lost interest in school, in learning, and eventually, sometimes, God forbid, in life. For every store that got burned, for every car that got jacked, for every kid that's trying to figure out how the hell they're going to replace their catalytic converter and get to work, for everyone who's sick to death of being gaslit, I'm voting Republican. I hope you will as well. The morning road leads to Stalingrad and the sky is softly humming. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help the station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day -day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. 
now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.